spirituality. Quit rolling your eyes, calm down, and don't get your knickers in a bunch. Today is not me pontificating or expounding on the word like I'm a member of the clergy. Nah, that's what your pastor is for. I'm just a girl who sits in the pews like you, and I'm ready to tell my story. Well, at least another one of my stories. I'm going to tell you about my journey. The one on how a personal relationship with God has a lot less to do with the rhetoric we do on Sundays and more about what's done in those spaces when you think no one can see you or behind closed doors when you feel no one is watching. In a nutshell, my Christian life was like a bad case of gas. Gas, which results from your body's intolerance to what was ingested, that no home remedy could ease. We are by virtue spirit but I kept trying to feed that aspect of me with things meant to satisfy the flesh. As a result, I spent many days with severe discomfort. Figuratively, most times, I felt like I was walking this tightrope, and I was not very good either, because I kept falling. Each injury worse than the fall before. Yet, every night at the circus, I was back up on the rope, bandages and all, before an audience that laughed far more than they cheered. In reality, I began to think there was this entity in the sky, intently scrutinizing my every move and keeping record of my every wrong. I just kept picturing a figure sitting on a throne, waiting to get me the minute I messed up. Aha! Unleashed the plagues, he'd say. She just fornicated again. And while I had those sparse moments of happiness, it felt like any semblance of joy was followed by an extended season of drought. After all, be not deceived, right? What I sowed, I should reap. I've said it a bazillion times on this blog how I spent many years going around in circles. And by circles, I mean doing the same thing over and repeatedly. I suppose more than being void of understanding, I was baffled by how things worked for others, but seemingly not me. How was it that me and Sister Girl could do the exact same thing, yet her result was different, and by different, I mean it appeared she got her heart's desire. Like those times I'd will relationships to work, but still ended up alone while the person went on and made it work with someone else. What, Lord? Am I not special enough? No matter the amount of questioning, nothing changed, and I'll tell you this, it got worse before it got better. In 2011, I caught a fire doing a mundane, everyday thing, cooking at the stove. Something I'd done almost every day since I was 11 or 12, but this day, the odds must have been stacked against me. Every time I think about that incident, all I remember is me running down the hall with flames crawling up my back. Oddly, no water coming from any faucet, and my teenaged nephew armed with a fire extinguisher that wouldn't work. I was scared, y'all, but I'd already resolved in my heart that I was going to die. Still, I didn't want that to be my niece's and nephew's last memory of me. Them, watching their aunt, go down in a blaze of flames. So many thoughts, and I couldn't zero in on any. But there came a prayer amidst the panic, the sincerest one from my heart. God, if you don't show up right now, I'm as good as gone. And with that thought, whoosh! A gush of water came out of the shower head, and while I was saved, it was not without scars that reminded me. What was the reminder? His mercies endure forever.
When this happened, I was literally on my second week of a new job that required a month of mandatory training. I'm certain I would have been frowned upon had I missed a day. No lie, I was in pain for weeks. But that following day, I pushed through and I showed up every day thereafter as if nothing had happened. No one but the trainer was the wiser. After work, my sister, a nurse, would come and change my bandages. Every time, I cried. Real tears. Not only because of the pain, but also I shuddered to think what else could I possibly go through. Anyway, I figured, well, if I don't miss work, then I show enough shouldn't miss church. Not dedicated old praise team member like me. But can I tell you, even in all that faithfulness to the four walls, there was an area of my life that was still far from God. There was still something in me that wasn't fully submitted. People on the outside looking in were probably saying, oh, she must really love God. And honestly, I do. Nevertheless, parts of me questioned his plans for me and doubted they would ever come to fruition. No, I wasn't mad or anything. Okay, that's not true. I just didn't have the guts to be outwardly angry at God, so I was mad behind his back in front of his face. How could I be? Not when I was Madam First Lady Shady herself. Though disappointed after disappointment, I couldn't help but wonder if anyone makes it on the other side of tragedy. A few short months after the fire, in swoops an unexpected breakup. Suppose it was a matter of cheating? That I could understand. Even a, you just don't do it for me no more. That I could wrap my mind around. But just to have what's-his-face vanish into thin air? Uh? I mean, on an island 21 by 7, it was unfathomable. Gone, without a trace, no call, no text, not even a smoke signal. That's when I learned closure is an inside job. A few months after that, bam, hit with an autoimmune condition. I woke up one morning and my body, it don't move. Medication after medication, none of which worked. Ah! God, what the elemental P? What more do you want from me? Blood? Must I find an unspotted lamb as a sacrifice? What? At this point, I'm beyond frustrated because it felt like life just kept taking and wasn't giving anything it was supposed to give. Having lost two moms before I was 10, to a non-existent career life, to watching all my siblings with flourishing families and all the calamities in between. Where was my evidence of I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly? A few short months later, my best friend in the whole world and I had a difference of opinion, which led to us parting ways. So now, the one person I could talk to without judgment, you know, that person I could be naked and not ashamed with, gone, no longer there. The girl who had seen me through some of the most challenging days of my life. And just like that, poof, our friendship erased almost as if it never existed. <sighs> Job, I hear you, dude. Though he slay me, but it's the yet will I trust him part I was having a real hard time with. I wasn't trying to hear that. I wasn't any shadier than the next girl on my church pew. So why was my lot any different? It took me a long time to accept to whom much is given, much is required. Lord, like, you couldn't give this life to someone else? Who do I have to talk to up there to get a different assignment? And one day I heard, but a broken spirit dries up the bone, and it hit differently. 
I had to go down to the marrow of my bone to find out what dried it out. Finding a way to heal meant I needed to find what broke me. Then, bam, I saw it, all rooted right there in rejection, because I was the girl that everybody eventually leaves. In brain imaging studies, it has been shown that the same brain area active when we experience physical pain is what is activated when we experience rejection. Hence, heartbreak can literally feel like you're dying. There I was asking like Ezekiel, can these bones live? Ding, 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 ding. PSA, fix your spirit, you'll heal your life. But wait, there's no spirit specialist on earth. True spirituality caused me to seek God in a place where I didn't know he existed. I began peeling back layers, and all I was reminded of were those moments of my sister debriding those burns and how she had to scrape away the dead tissue to avoid infection. Ah boy, my life was about to get very painful. Healing in most cases is more painful than the injury itself. It was like re-breaking a bone because it was set wrong the first time. At first, I had to get down to the tough questions, the ones that confronted the very foundation of me. First to be addressed was my motive, and secondly, my intentions. Why was I doing life in the church? Was it just fire insurance? Was it because everything else failed and I might as well just do this Jesus thing? The truth is I was raised in the church, but no one can teach you how to customize your relationship with God. While church gives you the tools, it's not a one-size-fits-all deal. Although I was taught one should serve God, I was now asking myself, do I even want to? Then it hit me. It all begins with love. I would always say I love those dudes that I happen to be involved with. I love to say when I love, I loved hard. You know, all of me loves all of you. I wanted to be near them, to see them, touch them, talk to them all the time. I even went as far as to say wherever they were was where I considered home. By comparison, my lips said, I love God. But honestly, there was little to no evidence of that. I wasn't out there trying to get to know him for who he is, but I was more fixated on what this God-man can do. And while he was probably at work in my life, from my seat of wantonness, he wasn't doing a thing. I mean, it's hard to believe this God loved me. How could he? When since I could say my name, I've been facing adversity. How could he? The decade known as my 30s was, in fact, dirty. I got dragged through the mud. I was stripped of every semblance of what I deemed happiness, from friendships to relationships to health issues. I was gutted like a reno on HGTV. I mean, just stripped down to the studs. The only thing that saved it from being a complete teardown was my foundation, the one built on memory verses and acknowledgement of a higher power. Still, this process was like I had to unlearn everything I thought I knew and get to know God for myself. I had to go back and define everything about me. And finally, I understood the concept and the importance of finding your life's why. Why do I love or serve God? Why do I desire marriage? Why do I want to start a business? Why am I hurt? Why does it take so long for me to let go? Saying I don't know was no longer enough. There is a why. And until you find that, you will be stuck in a perpetual loop. Believe that. 
I soon concluded that if the answer to any of these questions was not rooted in something solid, it had to be eliminated. I was not satisfied until I made it all make sense. If the reasoning was not rooted in godly principles, it was a no for me. If any action didn't add to my purpose, I didn't pursue it. All this meant was I could not do anything without first seeking God. And while I heard of this God as a child, it was a different ballgame as an adult. It literally came down to, sis, you cute and all, but can you pray? It all clicked and made sense and I finally realized why some relationships had to go, especially the ones whose opinions I leaned on heavily. I had to be isolated to a place of solitude because it's only then I learned to decipher between my voice, that of my friends, and God's. I had to know if I was basing life-altering decisions on what the masses would say or moving forward to please God. Was I more intent on feeding my desires than I was on honing my fruits of the Spirit? FYI, you can't actively talk to God when someone else is constantly whispering in your ear. You can't speak to God when you're not making time for Him. If all you're concerned about is bay and date night, don't be shocked when you get what you get. I scoured many resources to find the most relatable meaning of today's topic, and none adequately conveyed the message I wanted to send. In contrast, religion is a specific set of organized beliefs and practices, usually shared by a community or group. Spirituality, though, is more of an individual approach than a group project. It has a lot to do with finding peace in sometimes not knowing. Most sources spoke about the essence of the word spirituality, but didn't speak to its core from a God's perspective. I concluded spirituality and religion can be hard to tell apart, and that's what I did for most of my life. Religion. Go to church Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, and those were the most times there was a mention of God in my world, or maybe the occasional repetitive prayer over a plate of food. Let me just say, that's sad as a preacher's kid. God was not a foreigner in my house growing up, but somewhere along the way, he became estranged from me. True spirituality involves confession, healing, and the Christian F-word, forgiveness. While some things happened to me, if I'm honest, most of my issues worked for me. I suppose to those who have not been there, that sounds absurd, and maybe it is. All I know is that moment standing in the shower while being on fire was the first time I had ever tangibly experienced God. Forget all the other things people told me that he's done for me. It was the first time I can say God answered Raquel's request at the moment she needed him most. And while I didn't get most of the things I've prayed for in life, it tells me no is an answered prayer too. Using the fire moment confirmed that just because I don't see God or feel Him doesn't mean He's not there. It's hard to put into words the way this all works. It's hard to tell someone to trust God when everything, including London Bridge, falls down around them. It's hard to convince a broken person that God is love when the evidence of their life seems to be in direct opposition to what we believe love looks like. No definition of spirituality has been given to me by Webster or Marion. All I can tell you is my spirit man bears witness to the sovereignty of God. While life is lived forward, it is understood backward. 
take the time to look back over yours in great detail. It's only in retrospect that I realize all the pieces of my life are being shaped into a masterpiece that even da Vinci couldn't accomplish. I don't know much, but I know God is real. There is no knowing of Him until you've experienced Him for yourself. I can truly say there is something to be said about living a yielded life. And in the words of Aaron Neville, That may be all I need to know.